Today's daf is uh, Sanajur 93. Um, we left off yesterday talking about Nebuchadnezzar Nebuchad and there was a miracle. Um, let's actually go back to where we were. Um, yeah, we started like the longer the longer lines started talking about this topic. Rabbi Yochanan, let me get to this actually. Um, oh, we we're talking about which individuals did second uh, we talked about which individuals did Yechezkel resuscitate and we said even that Yechezkel could have resuscitated people who denied the fact that um, there's Tchadami team from the Torah it's like interesting because they, those people don't get Alamaba and he resuscitated them. It's like a fascinating thing. Then one of the answers was that he resuscitated um, people who died in this area. Um, Rabbi Yochanan said in the first long lines, Elu Metim Dura. Then they brought this whole story connected to that. Um, and then from there we got to Hananel, Michelle, and Azariah. Um, and that's where we're picking up today, seven lines up from the bottom, um, a bright Tanarabana and Shishani Sim. So the story is, uh, you know, at the time Nebuchadnezzar, um, Babylon, he wanted uh, the Jews to bow down to a molten image, and uh, most ba- did bow down. Hey. Hi. So oh, yeah, we have more over there. Huh? Yeah. Um, most did. I mean, let me bring it just one, one, one more. Just in case. Just leave it. That was good to create the vessel. Um, so. Um, Jews, the Jews did bow down, but those who didn't were um, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. And so Nebuchadnezzar threw them into a, into a furnace in order to punish them. Um, heated up, I think, seven times hotter than normal, and they came out unscathed. And so that was a miracle. That's from the book of Daniel. Daniel wasn't, wasn't in that miracle. Um, he was like in later miraculous episodes later where he interpreted dreams and stuff like that. But um, so now we're we're going to, we're talking a little bit about that, and, and our next da, our doc is basically on on that about them. Um, so it's not really so much about the team, but we got into the team to there, and so that's that's how we got there. Um, okay, so there's Shishani Simna Subotoyom. In that day, when they got thrown into the furnace, six miracles happened. Seven lines from the bottom page, uh, 92b. Um, the furnace. Um, the furnace r- rose up, um, I guess rose up above the fire, maybe, or no, or maybe rose up so people could see uh, Hanania, Azaria, and, um, and Michelle. Uh, and he fought to Kivshan, and it opened up so people could see what was going on. Vumak Sodo, so there are different interpretations to this, but Rashi says uh, the Yesod, um, Rashi connects it to Yesod, the, the foundations kind of. Um, the, um, I went to, uh, dis- descended, so people could see what was going on in there again. Then um, al the, panav, uh, the molten image um, fell on its face. Benisafu arba malchiyot. So four um, four kings or four um, helpers that went to bring them down to the furnace. They got they got um, they they were burnt. They got they ended up being burnt. Um, okay. Um, Okay, so, uh, oh, and in addition to that, this is the connection where we were. That's the connection. And another miracle on that day is Yechezkel brought, um, had a miraculous thing where he brought people back to life. So, that, that is, that's the Tanaitic source. Now, the Morim are going to discuss that. Just, um, I'm sure people know this, but oftentimes you can distinguish between the Tanaitic and Amoraic sources when they start discussing it in Amoraic. Uh, in, I'm um, sorry, in, uh, the language of the Talmud in Aramaic. Aramaic. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was like, that sounds like Amorim. Um, yeah. So, so right now, Vachulu Gemara. So that now they're already kind of discussing, they're reflecting on it. So, uh, all these things were taught in, by tradition. Um, so, but the idea, all the five of them were by tradition. But, but the um, the four Malchiyot, those who got who were damaged or, or injured or died actually when they brought. Um, th- those three to the furnace that we learn at Pasuk and we learn it from here Nebuchadnezzar Malka Shalach the I'm just going to actually read the Pasuk because um, some of these words are hard 
I'm trying to say this all in one breath. Just checking. Okay, all these people. Um, there's eight of them. Okay, sent them down. Um, they saw, uh, they brought down the Jewish people. Only four of them ended up seeing the miracle. So four of them died. Uh, so only four of them ended up seeing it. So that's how we learn from the Pasuk. The other five were learned from, from tradition. Um, okay, we're going to continue. We're continue talking about these these four. Hananiah, uh, Mishael, uh, Azariah, and Daniel. This is another piece here. Tane Deve Rabbi Eliezer Ben Yaakov. So this is just interesting. So they when they went down to the furnace, they stayed, they re- remained in their, uh, like, prominent clothing. So I don't know what this limud is, but they say, even when, so you have to always go by the Rabbanu Hechsher, no matter what. No, it's not the shot. The shot is that you have to always um, go, uh, maintain your prominence. Even when you're in a shat sakana, in a situation, a dangerous situation. How do we know that? From these individuals. Badin they went in their, their uh, they were bound in their uh, mantles, tunics, and hats. So, that's, uh, they were, they went, they went in there in a respectful, in a respectable manner. I don't know what that means. Maybe it's to show that you have faith in God, or that, you know, you're just, you're not, I don't know, maybe you're not, you're not mourning. You're not overly stressed. That you, you're you're in a tough situation, but you still believe that. This, I don't know, you still always maintain your dignity. Yeah, yeah. You're supposed to maintain your dignity to some extent. Like you know, there's there's there are laws like that. You're not supposed to, sarat uh, sarat. You're not supposed to, like you know when you're mourning over the dead. That's to go out of control. I mean, this is like the most stressful situation. So to maintain, I guess, some sort of aspect of faith or dignity. I guess. I don't know. All right. Amar Yochanan. So, okay, so here's another statement connected. Um, the Tzadikim are even bigger than Malachi Asharet. Um, this is like a common trend. We're always, people are trying to say something that could be considered less spiritual is more spiritual than something else. Like Balei Chuvar on a higher level than Tzadikim Morim. There's that concept. Or Atamich is on a higher level than the Sefer Torah. There's this, they often try to, they often do that. So, this is a this is a statement of what was going on in the furnace. So, Anava Amar, I saw in there um, Guvrin. I saw four p four men. You know, um, they were they were. Um, in, they were malchim begonor. They're walking around the furnace, and they, they were not injured. They didn't have any um, marks, and, and I saw the appearance of a fourth one that looked like the uh, the man of God. So really, only three of them were thrown in there. There was a fourth one, was a, a malach, and uh, that one was mentioned after the three. So we see from here that um, the tzadikim are even higher than malachi asharet. Because originally it, it, it named it within the other as four people, so put in the category of four people. Uh, that's a that's a general uh, direction I mentioned, but you can always argue the opposite. I think, and I think it's a valid argument. You could say tzadikim on a higher level than Bali Chuva. It says uh, in in Chazal, Gadol tzadik ben tzadik meet tzadik ben rasha. Tzadik, son of a tzadik, is on a higher level than a tzadik. Son of a Russia, because uh, someone is always a tzaddik. They're they're completely pure. They never had any of the mishigas. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can, I think you can go both ways all the time. But I think people are trying to uh, trying to up you know, upplay the uh, the underdog and to give them their their place. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, cool. Uh, okay. So here's another statement uh, connected to the the furnace. Amar Mishael Vazar Mikishana Esh. So when when they when they uh, emerged from the furnace, all the nations said to Am Yisrael, 
you had this kind of God that can save you, and you were you were going, you were bowing down to the molten image. Immediately they, they opened up and said, maybe Am Yisrael opened up. So you're, God, God, you're you're the the righteous one, and we were ashamed of ourselves um, on this day. So that's uh, another statement here. Um, yeah, and then they're going to have another statement here connected to the same same thing, kind of praising these individuals. This is a, that was a praise. Here's another praise of them. Uh, so this is this is from I believe Shira Shirim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, That's what it says. Shira Shirim. Yeah. Um, so it says the shot is that I God said I will go. Someone said the uh, the whoever's speaking there. I believe it's God. I will go up the Tamar, uh, up the um, day tree, and hold on to its book. It's it's bows. Bows. How do you pronounce that? Bows. B o u g h s. Bows. Yeah. Um, Amarti eleba tamar elu Yisrael vachshav lo alabi adi elas sinsan echad shachanai Mishael vazaria. I went up and all I could find on this tamar on this uh, day tree was one bow bow, um, which was um, which is this this cluster um, Hanania, Mishael, and Azaria. So God looked around and only saw those who were worthy of praise. Everybody else was doing the wrong thing. Um, yeah. Any thoughts okay. percolating people's heads right now? Okay. Anybody awake? No, no I'm dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm trying to, to figure out what yeah. what's the thread here. Because yes. there is a thread. Uh, thread is, yeah, so... I mean, it's about... I mean, it started with Triatamitim, so it started with people who died or were in danger of their life and didn't die, so that, you know, overcoming death, right, that's the mm-hmm. whole Kifshana Ash. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess, and then that got us to the to the idea of that amongst the four of them, one of them was an angel, so it's getting to the idea that maybe people are on the same level or a higher level than angels. I mean, again, yeah. you know, me inyan le inyan boto inyan. So, yeah. So, so I think we're, we're we're discussing this whole question of somehow we've gotten to this topic of who's on a higher level, the the angels or the or human beings. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm just I, I'm just trying to yeah. It's the, a little difficult to ca- catch the thread because it's a little bit technical. Before we talked about that, there was when um, they were being thrown when Muchanetzer was throwing them into the furnace, the bones. Yechezkel's bones smacked Nebuchadnezzar in the face mm-hmm. and we kind of got on a tangent from there into this story yeah um, so these kind of that's when he praised God and he had to stop praising God yeah he exactly was gonna, exactly he was going to praise him so much that yeah exactly he get out of control yeah, yeah. so that, that was what was happening then and so on the same time these things happened and they're kind of going off on a tangent it'd be cool it'd be nice if we could find similar th- themes in in mm-hmm. in this part, um, but this part's actually going to go till like the third or third line down and the wide lines. Just kind of discussions on um, these three individuals, mm-hmm. um, af- and, and it's going to keep going. They're going to talk about what happened afterwards. Like what what happened after they got out of the firmness? You know, like um, you know, after season two, like you know, after mm-hmm. what, what happened afterwards? What do they do with their lives? You know, and so they go into that. So, is, is, are we learning from this though? If not the main. Maybe a sidebar yeah. of what kind of people would be worthy of of redemption. Well, I mean, yeah. Of of you know. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. It's connected because it's they really were they were supposed to die and they were right. out, they were saved um, and they were kamalach. You know, they they were yeah. of such stature. Yeah. So there's something about. There's something about the intrinsic or the the merit of such individuals, right? It's yeah. not it's not simply to make the point that there's tchiyata mason, yeah. that there's there's something about the individual. That yeah, I, I think we're learning out here, right, by the quality of such individuals. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Before, after, all throughout, does something change? Change went well after they came out of the furnace after they were saved. Yeah, we're gonna see that in a little bit. Oh, it's okay. gonna go into so that. Yeah. Right, right now we're we're talking about the miracle itself. Right. 
at the fourth line down of the long lines, we're going to go into like what happened afterwards. Um, then we're going to go into different blessings that they had. So um, we're kind of just focused on them. We kind of moved away from the Takanami team, but I'm sure it's, in, it's interconnected in the way that they were saved. Maybe we can think of other ideas that relate the two narratives. Um, so it says here, um, so we're, we're the... Yeah, exactly. Amar Rabbi Yochanan. This is uh, from This is Zacharia. Um, okay. So God, when this was happening, Amisra was bowing to an image. Um, God wanted to change the whole world tonight. And, you know, to end it, turn, lights on, lights out. So, not just to turn all the lights, not just to turn everything dark, but also uh, to kill, I guess, to turn the whole world to dumb. Or maybe it was just God's anger. After God saw these three individuals and what they were doing, um, he learned merit upon everybody and he, he, he uh, calmed down. This is all like kind of like ways to read this pasuk. So when God saw the, it says in the pasuk that um, this person was with the hadasim in the mitzula and the hadasim are tzadikim. So when God saw the tzaddikim, um, it helped God relax or, uh, you know, um, not be as infuriated. They not asim el tzaddikim shenemar. And where do we get that from? How do we know how to see more tzaddikim? Vayhi omenet hadasa. Ve'emitzula. So hadasa. That's Esther, and so she's, I guess she's the tzaddik here, I guess. Ve'emitzula ela bavel. Shenemar haomer litzula chorvi v'narot v'narotayich ovish. Miam le'im roges nasim. Oh, so, um, uh, yeah, that pasuk ends with. Uh, sorry. Um, Ovish. Okay, ends with Ovish. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to get back here. Ovish. Okay. Miad le'im roges nasim. I think it's shrukim or shrukim. Is it shrukim? You have anyone else? Um, so immediately at God saw Mishael, uh, Hananah, and um, he saw all three of them. He uh, immediately the red. So we saw we t- saw earlier there was a red horse, and that shows that God was upset, or there was it was blood. Um, so it says Miyam leim rogez nasim shukim adumim nasim levinim. So from red it turned to white. From leim um, rogez it became gray or colorful. Rashi says. Um, the idea is it changed color. Amara Papa Shmamina Male Lachama. For here we learn that if there's a white horse in your dream, that's a good thing. So, um, any case, there was. So we learn here not just that um, God found them to be worthy, but rather, I mean, when God saw them on the date tree, they were not only that they were worthy compared to everybody, but rather um, they were able to flip everything around and change God's judgment. Just those three. Um, okay. Uh, okay, so now that that was a little bit about the miracle and how God reacted to the miracle. Now we're going to a little bit of the aftermath. So, um, it says Rabbanan. It's funny we see how God reacted to the miracle. I assume God created the miracle. Yeah, or how God reacted. My my apologies. How no, no, God no, I'm not reacted. Correcting. I'm just yeah. How God way. reacted to their behavior. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, there was, yeah. They well, their behavior created, you know, to, um, warranted the miracle, and then how God, yeah, yeah. Um. Cool. So, Rabbanan. So this is these are the the four there. Um, the, the you know Hanan. Moses like Chananya, Mishael, Vazaria, Rabbanan, the Hecha, Azlu. So where do they go afterwards? Oh no! How did they, how? Um, what happened? What happened to them afterwards? So Rav says, "Ba'ayin aram metu." 
So after all that, they were saved, this and that. They became the heroes. They were all over the news. Uh, immediately, everyone was paying so much attention to them that they had so much Ayn Ra attached to them that they ended up dying from mm-hmm. Ayn Ra. And it's interesting, uh, they bring here in the, t- in the Sifta that um, Rav, and we saw this like in previous Masechta, in the Babas, that um, Rav says 99 people out of 100 die from Ayn Ra. So it's this Rav who said here that he died from Ayn Ra. That kind of works with his Shita. I just want to see where that was. It appeared. Um, yeah, it says uh, in Baba Metziah, Kusain was that. The place was said poo poo. Yeah. Uh, okay. <coughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So. So we're, we're continuing. So uh, Shmuel, his Bar Plugda said, "Barok uh, Tabu." So they didn't die. They also died, but in, in another way. They died in spit. So since what does that mean that they died in, in spit? So one way is, is to understand that literally that there was so much. And it's hard to understand. Like, there was so much saliva that people were spitting out of disgust at Am Yisrael that they, they died in that. But um, another person, the Marsha, says that there was um, people were so disgusted with the nation once they saw these these heroes that um, in order for the, to God to diminish the disgust of all the nations uh, towards Israel, God got rid of uh, those three ended up dying in order to not make everybody else look so bad. That was it's this. allegorical. It's yeah, exactly. It says, it says yeah. in Rashi, "Be'ok tavu." It says, "Be'oto rok sherakaku umot haolam beYisrael sheomrim ola kaze yesh lachem." Eloha. Eloha. Exactly. Yeah, so Marsha expands on that. Like, how did they die? So God, they ended up dying because they were causing Am Yisrael to be judged in a negative way by everybody. Their, their, posit- their positive behavior, which is kind of unfortunate. You know? Did they become Balgaivas? Did they get such praise that they themselves... Yeah, I mean, it says that, you know, in a bracha bracha only rests on that something that's in it from the eye. So, I mean, if someone could be... Ex- Exposed, but oftentimes it, it does connect. Like with Yosef Tzadik, he had certain times when he, they said he was like playing with his hair, and that's when um, the whole story with Shepotifar uh, happened. So often it, it could be, I don't know. Oftentimes Ainarad doesn't test, according to sources I saw, to people who are, even if they're exposed, but they're still like maintaining some, some aspect of, of <coughs> concealment inside in their inner, uh, inner world. But, but it does speak to this other thing, which is, you know. They, they, they constantly speak allegorically in, 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 yeah, in yeah. the Talmud. And so when they say that they died of spit, they don't yeah. mean, you know. Yeah, cause same thing could be Ayn Ra, that they make it so that they, with all, all the good that happened, they still weren't. Well, we're going to see also that the Gemara is going to talk about the difference between them and the next, next stops. In fact, the difference between them, these three, and Daniel. So it could be like a, could be um, that they weren't even on the, on the highest level of Daniel. Daniel maybe didn't have any sides of 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 um, boastfulness or something that mm-hmm. could warrant Ayn Ra. I don't know. Um, I don't know why would they want to da- da- the Tama want to downplay the three though in comparison to Daniel. I don't know. Well, Daniel went in himself and came out alive. Right? To, the, to the lion's den. But I'm saying yeah. he survived on his yeah. own. Whereas these three, they needed, if not a Kodesh Baruch they needed a Malach. Yeah. So maybe they didn't merit on their own. Yeah, so maybe they're trying to seek out why, why right? they didn't merit. Could be. Yeah, they also, but they did a uh, very good thing. It's interesting, they start out like praising him and then they uh, or that's the opposite actually. <laughs> in the beginning they were praising him, you know, they, they went, God went up on the Tamar tree and only found them. All the judgment got to, and now it's kind of, uh, they died. But there's another view here that's more positive. Um, and these, yeah, so there's another view here, which is um, Rabbi Yochanan says, Alu Eretz Yisrael, Nashim, Huh. Okay, so they lived happily ever after. Exactly. In <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything was all good. So, and it's interesting. It's it's, it's interesting that right here, it's they, and this is a tane. They go kitanai, kitanai. There's a uh, a, a taneitic source that says the exact these three exact approaches. An earlier source. Rabbi Ezra Omer, Ba'ina Ra Metu. 
Rabbi Yeshua Omer Barok Tavo. Chachamim Omerim Alula Eretz Yisrael Venoshen Hashim Ve'olidu Banim Uvanot. And Chachamim is the, you know, oftentimes the halachas like Chachamim, because they're the, they're the majority. Nasu, Nasu, Olidu, Banim, Banot. Shinemar, Shmana, Yeshua, Kohen, Agato, Tav, Recha, Yoshim, Lefanecha, Kianchei, Mofet, Hema. Ezo, Anashim, Shinasu, Lem, Mofet, Hevi, Omer, Zechananya, Yishel, Vazaria. These are those three. So maybe that's, there is a happy ending. Chachamim ended up saying that approach. Um, so now, we know what happened with those three. Either they died or they had an amazing life. One or the other. Uh, Daniel, what, what's going on with him? What happened with him? Amarav, the Mikra Nahar. So these are like some interesting answers. So what was so what was oh, what was Daniel doing while they were doing? Like Daniel, what was he doing at the time? It's not, he didn't survive. He lived because he wasn't in that incident. So they're kind of asking, what was he doing at that time? So Lehechanazal, where did he go? Amarav, the Mikra Nahara Rava Betvera. He went to go dig a big um, water, a, a big um, river or water bed in Tveria. That's what he was doing at that time. Shmuel Amar, Latui Bizra de Asasa. He went to Asaf de Asaf Sita. It's alfalfa seeds. He went to go bring alfalfa seeds. That's what he was doing. Rabbi Yochanan says, he went to go bring pigs from from Egypt uh, to Babylon. So that's what he was doing at the time. So there's a. The question is, like, what's this all about? So there's a Malbim that says he was trying to prepare for the Geula and like explains each one of these in a different way. Like you need a water. Cause sometimes Eretz Yisrael, it's all dependent on your Hashgacha or not. Uh, you know, God's, uh, and it says also that the pigs, he brought pigs from, um, he knew that if Babylon and Egypt were going to fight, it'd be near Israel and he didn't want that to happen. So he, he wanted to bring peace between Babylon and Egypt. So he brought Egyptian pigs to Babylon kind of peace bring peace, yeah kind of something like that so that's what the Malbim offers um, so uh, that, okay uh, so now they're going to this idea of the pigs Eni did he really bring pigs from Egypt Vatanya Todos Harofe this this doctor says there's no pigs ever leave um, Egypt Alexandria of Egypt Shein so they they remove its um, I guess its uh, womb so it won't be able to give birth so they and the idea is they never want other people to have the same pigs that they have they want to maintain their their um, that 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 specific breed um, so again so how did he get pigs out they never really let pigs out of there um, so they go to Zutri, IT, below Datayo. They were very small. Nobody, nobody knew about it. So they were sneak, sneak them out. Um, okay. Uh, so here's another discussion on, like, what, on this, connected to this. Tanarban, it's a Tanayak source. Three people, three, indi- three individuals or three beings were, had the same approach. All of them didn't want Daniel to be in the, didn't want Daniel to be in the furnace. Including Nebuchadnezzar. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Marnezil Daniel Mehacha Delolei Merubizchutei I'm going to remove um, Daniel from here so they don't say that, that these three individuals were saved because of the Tzadik Daniel. Um, so this is kind of like behind the scenes. We saw what Daniel was doing you know, on the ground, but like why on, the, on another level, why was Daniel not there? This is the divine reason. Daniel didn't want to be there because he didn't want them to say that uh, uh, Nebuchadnezzar turned Daniel into a god and he, did, he didn't want people to start to say that that, uh, that Daniel was burnt in the fire because he was like a, a foreign god because he was a god to and Nebuchadnezzar made him his god so he didn't want to be burnt in, he, wanted, he wanted to get near the furnace for that reason and Nebuchadnezzar said the same thing. They, they burnt my God in the. Uh, I want to get him away from here because if he if he does end up not if he end, does end up burning in there, that won't look good, so good for me, because my God will be in the furnace. Um, so then they ask a question. So now we finish that Tanaitic source because we're in the. Uh, it's truth is interesting. This source has a lot of Aramaic in it, so I don't know. It's interesting. It starts with Tanarabanan. Sometimes you do. Yeah. What? It's in Aramaic. What the, the book of Daniel? 
Yeah, but these are like statements that these individuals are just oh, making to themselves. This isn't quote. These aren't quotes. Yeah. So I know sometimes you do get Aramaic, and it, sometimes it could be later um, editors that that will add in things, or sometimes you do. I don't know. Sometimes you do have Aramaic text sources. But Uminai um, de So now, so where how do we know that uh, Nebuchadnezzar bowed down to him? Dichtiv. Badin Malka Nebuchadnezzar nafal alampoi de Daniel Sagid. So he bowed down to to Daniel. Um, okay, now we're going to get into the story of. Um, Ahab and Sidkiah. It's gonna and Sidkiah. These are two Rishayim, two evil people. Sidkiah and Ahab. They were they didn't behave properly, and it's going to bring us back to um, to Daniel at a certain point. Um, Komar, so Komar. This is like another part of the Gemara. Komar Shem Tzvod Elokei Yisrael El Ahab Ben Ben Kuliav El Sidkiah Ben Maasaya Hanevi'im. Let me actually just read this post you can say. Komar Shem Tzvot Elohei Yisrael El Achav Ben Kolaya Bel Tzidkeo Ben Bamasiya Hanibin Lachem Bishmi Sheker Hineni Noten Otam Biyad Nebuchadnezzar Melech Pavel Ikan Benechem Okay Bechtiv Lokech Mehem Kala Lakol Galut Yehuda Asher Bavel Lamor Yisimcha Hashem Ketzidkeo Kachav Asher Kalam Melech Pavel Be'ash Asher Safam Lomar Ela Asher Kalam Amar Biyochanam Yishim Rabishim Ben Yochanam Elamed Shasan Kekayot they were burnt too because they did they did bad things. And Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai said they were kind of roasted. They weren't burnt. And so we will discuss is that's worse or is that better? But we're going to get into now. That's kind of intro to what's going to go on. Yana So this is connected because they were burnt too. Um, so now we're going to say what did they do wrong? Yana Israel My Avud. What did they do? They, so they they had a, they conspired with each other. Azul They went to the daughter of Nebuchadnezzar. Achav said to her, in, in the name of prophecy, he says, Amalo, Komar Hashem, Hashmi El Tzidkiyah. Go, go listen to Tzidkiyah. And Rashi says, not, not just Hashmi, Hishtamshi. Meaning, go uh, 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 have sexual relations with, um, with Tzidkiyah. And I heard that through prophecy. And Tzidkiyah did the same thing. He went, Komar, to, he said to the daughter of Nebuchadnezzar, it's good, uh, well, I don't know why they chose her specifically. Um, it doesn't seem like that seems like a dangerous thing to do, but go go be with Ahav. So she went and she she goes, she went to go tell her dad. And Amala Elohim shall Elu Sonezima so so Nebuchadnezzar said their God hates Zima, hates hates this kind of behavior. So if they come back to you, send them back send uh call me, come and get me. She brought them to their father, to her, to her father. Amalu, man amarlachon. So who, so who told you all this stuff? These, these, that, the, that about you being with my daughter. Who, who, where'd you get this message from? They go, oh, nobody, uh, n- nothing less than Amor Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave us that message. I asked. Um, this question of Hanani Mishael Azariah, and they said that it's forbidden through prophecy to do that, to be, you know, to have illicit sexual relations. They said, and then they answer these two uh, false prophets, Amrule, Ananami Nevi Kavatai. We're just prophets just like them. To them, God didn't tell, and to us, they, God did tell. So it's not, the fact that God didn't give prophecy about that to them doesn't mean that we didn't get it. Amalu, Ana Be. But in, so I, I so Nebuchadnezzar well let me let me test you know I have to have a litmus test to know if you're really prophets and what is it going to be well let's go through what, what happened with Hananiah Mishael and Azariah let me throw you in a furnace and let's see if how you do how you fare so he goes Ana ba'ina le'abdikinhu debatkinhu Mishael Azariah I want to check you the way I check them. Amale inu tlata. So, so immediately they go. Well, it's not. It's not the same thing. Worth, you know, we're two and they were three. It's. It's not going to be a. You know, it's not. It's not a similar t- test case. So, so go. Okay. Well, then we can work this out. Go find somebody. Go find a holy person to go in there with you, and then we'll see how how you fare. Amalu bakur lechan mande ba'itim b'hadayichol. Take who you want. So they go. Okay. Okay. We found somebody. Yeshua kohen gadol. We'll bring the kohen gadol in there. So his his will will protect us. So they they brought him from Achtiyuhu. They brought him from um, I think Babylon to Eretz Yisrael, um, or one or the other, um, and they threw them all in the furnace. 
Inu Iklu, the, those two uh, were burnt, died. Yeshua Kohen Gadol uh, didn't die, but his clothes were burnt. Ichruche uh, Mane, his clothes were affected. Shinemar Vayani at Yeshua Kohen Omelif Ne Malach Hashem, Vagomer Vayomer Hashem Al Satan, Yigar Hashem Bacha, Vagomer. So from there we learn that his clothing was affected. So he goes, so afterwards those two were, died. So he goes, ah, I knew I was right. Um, they were false prophets. Now, it's, but now he goes, so what's up with your clothing? If you're a tzaddik, you're this holy guy. So why, why are you? Um, I saw those three other individuals. They came out unscathed. Uh, my time, my so the tzaddikaya, I know you're a tzaddik. Ella, my time Portanora. So why, why did the, the a little bit of the fire affect you, nonetheless? So, so those are three people that went in together. I was one with these two evil people. So yeah, it affected me. And this is actually a nice thing. Goes So okay, so he goes. Okay, so I'll bring you a case of one that went in, and their clothing weren't. Who could be that one? Don't look at him. <laughs> Who, who else got thrown in the furnace? Avram. Yeah, Avram, yeah. And there were no Rishayim with him. So you can argue, well, that's one alone is different than one with two Rishayim. That's actually what they're going to say. Uh, so he was an individual. There were no evil people with him. There were, and the fire wasn't, wasn't given permission to, to, to kill him. In my case, though, it was me and two other Rishayim. Lenora, and, and so, so they accept his argument. They go, Seder, you're, maybe you're like a tzaddik, like Abraham, but you went, when a tzaddik connects to sometimes with other with uh, other people, it has an effect. So, so, so this actually, again, I, I'm suddenly reminded of the kinds of conversations I used to have with my dad. This whole conversation, if you want to take it to another level, actually, there's some very profound and important philosophical issues here, which are problematic. Because essentially what they're saying is that people's destiny, people's de- individual destinies are tied to the behavior of others. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, what they're saying is, you're all tzaddikim, you all survive the fire. And you, if you want to speak allegorically, mm-hmm. you, you survive this world, you survive all that. Um, you're, you know, one tzaddik outnumbered by Rashaim. The, the tzaddik can't save you, uh, the Rashaim, and even the tzaddik is affected by it. Yeah. You have only a tzaddik on his own, Avram. You're on. You're 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 okay. Yeah. I mean, really, philosophically, there's a pro- There's a there's a statement here that yeah. people's destinies are tied together based on other people's behavior, which is actually problematic because yeah. I thought my destiny depends on me, mm-hmm. which justifies all sorts of behaviors if you say yeah. that your misbehavior can affect me in the surf. Yeah. I have to so impose positive, my will on you. The positive spin would be that you should be careful who you associate with. Because yeah. even if you're pure, you can be affected by people who are less pure. Yeah. Right. So you should choose your friends. You, you right. should hang out. Yeah. You shouldn't hang out with Rishayim. You know, yeah. even right. if you yourself are a tzaddik. Yeah. Perhaps. Right? Yeah. Um, if you want your clothes to stay. If you shape. want to be completely unscathed by yeah. this, yeah. Yeah, there, yeah. Or no. just, be a, just be alone. Just be a loner. Yeah. But we There's this concept in Hasidu with the Yeri Dada Tzadik, that the Tzadik right. has to go down to low places sometimes to elevate, but it doesn't mean that there's not an after a side effect to that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's worth thinking about because, you know, in uh, prophets, it's often like, you know, people don't die because of other people, you don't die for your parents. Uh, your parents' sins, and that's a big thing. Right, it would be, it, it's, it's fundamentally unjust yeah. that my, uh, my destiny, yeah. uh, destiny d- is dependent on other people's yeah. behavior. that's a good right? point. So it's actually, so that's what I'm going to say, a nice little um, aphorism. Um, this is what people say. Two dry firebrands, one wet one, the the dry ones will enable one to light and c- have the, the wet one catch fire. Mm-hmm. So. Which is really the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So why, why did, uh, so why did, so okay, so he was punished. He was thrown in the, in the furnace, nevertheless, this uh, Kohen Gadol. Why? My time at Ianish. Why was he punished? Amara Papa, Shayup Banav Nos'in Nash'im Shenan Hagunot Lekuna. 
So, he, oh, so here it is. So he he, he had a he had a yeah, flaw. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Amar Papa Shayupanam Nasim Nashim Sheinan Hagunot Lekuna Avlomi Chaben. He didn't. They were getting married to to women who weren't fitting to be married to Kohanim, and he didn't say anything. So would he wear like uh, unkempt clothing? So he didn't. He didn't say anything. Okay, so we're now on another topic right now. Um, we're going to get into. We're going to be. T- so we're leaving that them a little bit. We're talking about now a more broader topic, which is um, different people that merited six blessings, and within that is going to fall uh, uh, our 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 and Azariah. So um, we're going to talk about like David. We're going to talk about um, uh, Mashiach. We're going to talk about. Daniel, Hanani, Michel, and that's going to be that's going to continue through three fourths of to two thirds of the of the page down. That's the structure. Um, okay, so Ari Tanchum, Darash Bar Kapara, Bitsipuri, My Dichtiv, Sheshaserim, Ha'ela Natanli. So Root uh, Root said to um, Root said to Naomi, Boaz gave me these six these six grains. And so that's what he, she said. So they asked him, "What are these six grains?" My sheshesirim, elema sheshesirim, mamash. Was really just six grains? That's all he gave her. Vikida kosha boazi tematana. It's not, it's not serious. Boaz not going to give her only six, like six grains. So they said, "Lo sheshesaim, six, uh, six seas, which is a lot." So they go, "It can't be." Vikida kashi shali tall sheshesaim. She's going to be carrying six sea of grain. So it has to be something else here. Ela remes, Ramazla. Shatira shisha banim latzetni mena shimi parchim b'shesh parchot. Velohen David, Mashiach, Daniel, Chanan, Mishael, Vazariah. So it's interesting they're connecting them all to um, the Yehuda Yehuda lineage, and all these individuals all all merited six blessings. All these six individuals merited six blessings. So they're going to go through um, David, Mashiach, and then the other four, and how they got their six blessings. Tanar Banan. Um, okay, Tanarabanan. No, is that Tanarabanan? That's not Tanarabanan. David. So how do we know? David, what were his blessings? Dichtiv. Vayan echad me'anarim vayomar hinerayiti ben li'ishai beit alachmi. Here's number one. Yodeb nagen. Number two. Gibor chayel. Number three. V'ish melchama. Four. V'navon davar. Five. V'ish toar. Six. V'ashem imo. V'amar av Yehuda amarav. Kol ha'pasuk hazeh lo amrot do'eg ele b'lashan ara. So... Is, is this, are these really brachas? This is what Doeg was trying to tell Shaul to make him jealous of, of, of David. So maybe he was exaggerating. Maybe he was just staying in the Shanara. Nevertheless, uh, they're, they're going to run with it. Um, now they're going to talk about what these different aspects are. It's interesting that they're going to interpret them not um, in their pshat, but in a very um, academic way. And some, you get that a lot in the Chazal, that... Um, You'll take something and it'll become one. It'll be talking about war and it'll be talking about mil, it, not an external war, it'll become an internal war. And the tradition is generally does that a lot. Um, yeah. Um, so it says here, Yodan uh, again. Yeah, Yodan again. So we're going to go through the six blessings. Yodan again, what does it mean? Well, it could literally mean that he knows how to play music, which he did. But, it, but he's saying Yodan, he knows how to ask questions. A gibor, you could say go into war, but it doesn't say that. Shiodei l'ashiv, how to answer. Ish milchama, shiodei l'isavli tem b'milchamtasha Torah. He knows how to uh, negotiate in the words of Torah. Go back and forth as chavruta. Ish toar, ish toar. It could be that he's beautiful, but they're not saying that. Shemarei panim ba'alacha, he exposes sides of halacha. Benavon davar, shemavin davar mitzvah. She understands a thing from another thing. So, um, yeah. It's just interesting because, like, you have Chacham uh, Gibor. You know, in the past, Chacham Ezu Chacham Alamemi Kol Adam Ezu Gibor Koveshi who is strong, someone who overcomes their yet. Yeah, the original one of the uh, I think it was Aristotle has that those discussions. And he explains them in their simple ways. He's not, these are positive things. Someone who's a Gibor that if someone has a uh, strength, that's a positive trait. It helps them to go to war. It helps them overcome, uh, become a, bit, a stronger person. Help them develop their personality. Wisdom's a big thing. Uh, each one is the shot. It goes a kind of shot. And Chazal kind of read it in a different way. I don't know if, based on the backdrop of that, I don't know. But 
um, they write it in more of an internalized way. But there are sources that talk about how a, a Navi has to have those four traits according to the Pshat. They, a Navi has to be a strong person, has to have money, so, you know, so people can respect them, and etc. So you do see a, a kind of a dynamic between understanding things in a spiritualized way. Here's complete, I don't know why they're going there, completely spiritualized here. I don't know. You could, I mean, he played music. He went out to war. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And that's not the shot of the Torah. I don't know why they're, they're going that direction. Anyway. Um, so, Shaul said, Yonatan, and all these things, Yonatan uh, can, Yonatan is comparable to, to you, to David. Amal Yonatan b'ni kamo. Kevan, Kevan da Amar le mo. But at the very end, when it says God is with him, Shaul didn't even have that. He became a little bit depressed. And he became, he became jealous. So, um, it says, Everywhere he goes, things become bad. Uh, he does evil things. So that rhymes, right? But that's not, there's no pasuk that says, if you look, there's no, there's no like letter here, mm-hmm. and so on the side here in the Hagaot, they say that, is, that there's not a pasuk like that. They're referring to another pasuk. I don't know, but um, nevertheless, everything that he would do wouldn't work. Everything that David would do would be matzliach. Um, so yeah. So how do we know that this is Doeg who said this to this said this these blessings to Shaul? So one of the one of the ne'arim said it, and it's not just the best, the cream of the crop. So we see this connection and So now we know Doeg said it. We finished David and his sixth blessing. We're moving on to the second of the six people that were from Ruth's, Ruth's lineage. That we're, zoch, we're, we're blessed with six blessings, and this is Mashiach. Ukti v'yicho b'yirat Hashem amar b'Alexandri lamechi tino mitzvot v'yisurin kirei. So sorry, Mashiach tichtiv v'nachal avruach Hashem ruach chokma. So here we go. V'nachal avruach Hashem ruach chokma number one, ubina number two, ruach etzah three, ukvura four, da ruach da v'yirat Hashem five six. So those are the six blessings. Another pasuk, adjacent pasuk. Amar Rabbi Alexandri Melamechi Tino Mitzvot Yisurin Kerechaim. He had a lot of mitzvot and Yisurin, like uh, a millstone. Um, so it says uh, it does say that Mashiach has to you know be a tamichacham and and do all, do all the mitzvot. So that's uh, one of the reasons why the Jews didn't accept Jesus as their Mashiach. It wasn't he was at least according to. There's some mitzvot he was. I mean, there's different historians have different explanations, but there were some mitzvot where he said he he said uh, swerved from the, the the correct path. So there were other reasons too. But all right. Um, so there's an interesting uh, discussion here of how how do, what um, of this. There's this idea of morach v'dayin that Rav Amar de morach v'dayin. It says about um, I think it's in the pasuk. I think right. Um, no, it doesn't say. Anyway, it's, uh, he has to be. So, the um, the Mashiach. How do we know that it's Mashiach? Mashiach. Another way to understand to grasp who is Mashiach is somebody who can uh, intuit the halacha, and not just either smell it out, morach v'dayin, or intuit the halacha. Um, and to, so you can smell it out. Sometimes if there's a judgment, it's not, not not always even textual. Have that like sixth sense kind of. So there was Bar Kochva, Bar Koziva. Uh, he he was a king for two and a half years. Amalu um, Rabbanan, and he said, "Hey rabbis, I have, I have some news for you. I'm the Mashiach." Amulo, but Mashiach. So when the Mashiach says, "Demorach v'dayin," it says that the Mashiach will be able to smell out the law. Nechzi um, Anan. Well, let's go see if you can smell it out or feel it out. When they saw that he couldn't do that, they killed him. So that's a, so that's a different. It's interesting, Barkosiba, the the, the, the the archaeologists only a couple of decades ago determined that Bar Kochba was Bar Kosiba. Yeah. 
I don't know what's yeah. in here. Yeah, you didn't know that that him being referred to as Barco's evil wasn't it was in the Talmud. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting. Yeah, it's also a different. Um, Rambam has a whole different ex ex uh, narrative in relation to Bar Kochba. It's a classic source of Rambam when he's discussing the Mashiach. He says a Mashiach doesn't have to do super types of miracles. If it's somebody who's fighting the wars of Israel, he says here. Um, yeah, he says Rambam says. Uh, he says yeah. Um, Rabbi Akiva went and chased after. Uh, he went and he went and supported Bar Kuziva, um, Bar Kochva. Um, he would say that's the Mashiach, mm. and everyone thought he was Mashiach until he, until he was killed. They didn't kill him until he was killed in his sins. Um, and when he was killed, they knew he wasn't the Mashiach. They didn't and they didn't ask for him to do miracles or anything. Um, they just. Uh, yeah, and they didn't have to do super miracles. And so the, the Ravad asked the Rambam, what about this Gemara here where it says he has to, he has to smell out the law and, and he was he, they killed him and not killed. So there's different explanations for that. But some people said, yeah. Rabbi Akiva was a big supporter of Bar yeah. yeah. That was what gave him his uh, cred. Yeah. Yeah. Rabbi Akiva supported him. That's yeah. what it was Rabbi Talfon, I think, Akiva, who argued uh, against him. Right, that was that was what really yeah. gave him his. Yeah. and I think it was Rabbi Talfon, also, yeah. who 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 said uh, I think I think it was him because it, it's the f- the four of them who misubim ben Nebuk we read yeah. in Haggadah yeah. that there's reason to believe they actually were there to discuss the uh, Bar <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I heard that. And I think it's it's Atzira Cook used to say something. What's that? Atzira Cook used to say that. Well, because because yeah. actually, if you look at I know we're, if yeah. you look at them, they should have been with their students. Why were they together in Nebuk? Yeah. And Nebuk is where Rabbi Akiva was, so it's mm. it's it's a discussion yeah. about and and there's the famous statement I think Rabbi Talfon who said Asavim Yalu Belechayecha Akiva Ben Mashiach Loba. There will be grass growing from your cheeks, meaning yeah, you'll yeah. be dead and buried, and Mashiach will still not come. Yeah. And Rabbi Akiva thought that Bar Kochba might have been Bar Kosiba was the Mashiach because it was seventy years, and yeah. he was thinking, well, between the first and second temple was seventy years. It's now about. We're approaching 70 yeah. years since the destruction of the second temple. It's time for the third temple. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's a little different narrative in here. Yeah. Um, cool. So, um, okay. Don, so now we finish those two. Now, Daniel, Hanan, Mishael, Vazaria, the other four. Where's their six blessings? The Tibu, Isha, Sher, Embo, Komum. There was no blemish. This is Ma'um there, but it's Mum. The Tovei, Maria, too. Masklin bekochma yodei dat four umevinei mada five asher bekoch behem la mo bechal hamelach lamdam sefer l'sham bezet b'shedim b'shedim my asher ein behem komum so we're gonna go now we have the sixth blessing now we're gonna go through the pasuk what does it mean they didn't have any mum any any blemishes amar bichama bar chananya afilu kerivda dechus the kosilta lo behu. So they didn't even have a scar from this blood. Rashi says this kos koslita lo haita. He says, "What is this? The kos kosilta is a shem kli a mekiz. So it was a uh, an instrument that was used to bloodlet to let let blood. So um, is it let blood or to bloodlet? Anyway, so that was a thing people did, and they didn't have they didn't have that scar on them. So um. The umayva share koch. So, so why didn't have any? Umayva share koch b'hem l'amo be'echal melech. Mar Rabbi Rabbi Chama Rabbi Chanina melamed shayu on scene. And so they had this koch l'amod. Yeah. So they were standing. They were able to stand in this koch l'amo be'echal melech. So how do we understand that? So they go. They were they were forcing themselves for, not to laugh when they were in the the king's palace. Umina sichana to engage in small talk. Sleep, not to oversleep, um, and then they would even if they had to really go to the bathroom, they would hold it in. Um, it sounds like the palace guards. Yeah, you know the ones who stand there all day. Yeah, they don't move. Yeah, they don't. Go, they don't take bathroom breaks. Yeah, they don't smile. Yeah, I don't know why it's coming in my head right now. I remember I was. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? sure, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah, all right. Uh, 
keep that thought to myself. Okay. So there's a machloke. It says it says here um, the pasuk says vayhi bahem ibnei Yehuda. So that from bnei Yehuda there were these people: Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, Bazariah. So how do you read it? Do you read it Daniel, comma, and then the other three? Or do you read it all four from bnei Yehuda? Amar bi Eliezer, kulami bnei Yehuda him. You read it as all four. It's a, it's a. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's, these are all, really all four. Rabbi Shmuel, Bar Nachmani, Amar Daniel, Ibn Yehuda, Chanaya, Mishael, Bazar, Mishar, Shvatim. They were from other Shvatim. Umi Banaich, Asher Yatsu, Mimech, Asher Tolid, Yichu, Vayu, Sarisim. So, okay, so we just finished that, the six blessings thing. Now we're going to be talking about, so it says about these, about them that they were eunuchs. Mm-hmm. In the Psukim, and I once read it, like a novel where it's depicting them, these individuals as, as eunuchs, like interesting novel. But like, questions: Were they really eunuchs or or not? Was Daniel uh, castrated? I, mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get into that here. Um, so it says here, Bavel. My so what was it mean that they were eunuchs? They were they they couldn't procreate. Rab Amar Sarisim. They were Rab said they were really Sarisim. The the real deal. Rabbi Chanina Amar, no, Shnistar Sa Avadaz Biamehem. No, it means that they used the the the, the same root. Avadazar was uprooted in their time. Um, so now they're going to go right now three op. We're going to try to read it um, different sukim based on these two options. So the first two ways they're going to go is try to understand based on the latter, like that, that it was up, it was Avadazar was uprooted. They're going to bring two supports for that, and they're going to say, well, we'll see. Um, so uh, okay, um, this works out for the so this we're going I'm going to bring you a pasuk that works very well for the per, the for Rabbi Hanina that says that Abu Dazar was uprooted in their time. lo bahon. So they they didn't have any they weren't injured at all. Yeah, so so. It's a, the pasuk says they had no injury, they had no no blemish at all when they came out of the furnace. Well, if they were eunuchs, then they had a blemish, so it couldn't be. It had to be talking about. So, one could argue uh, otherwise. Mm-hmm. Well, we, one would not want to argue when it's talking about them coming out of the furnace without a blemish. We're talking that they came out. They came out of the fire without. It doesn't mean that their body didn't have any blemish. Right. That's what they're going to answer. No new blemish. Yeah, exactly. That's what they're going to answer. mamash mai Chavla the you know, it was. No, we were saying they had blemish on their body, but they didn't come. They came out unscathed from the fire. Mm-hmm. So okay, if you say that, but no, a, a pasuk already said that the, the 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 smell of the fire didn't didn't attack, didn't didn't pass over them. So yeah, that was talking about that, but it was it, that was talking about. Um, I was talking about the smell. The, the the smell of the fire wasn't on them. So we need one pasuk to tell them that they came out unscathed from the fire. The pasuk to tell us that they came out. Uh, they weren't affected by the by the smoke. Also, <coughs> so it, it can work out for both of the approaches. Um, let's try to get these last two here. <coughs> so we're going to say we have another good support for the person who's the latter for Abi Hanina that says. Avodazar uh, was uprooted, and it's going to be difficult. But the person says they were they were eunuchs. So God's blessing them and, and praising them, saying these these eunuchs they guarded my Shabbat. And so this works out for the, uh, this praise for them works out for somebody who who uprooted Avodazar. But it seems weird to praise somebody. For being that, that they're eunuchs. Elamanda Marsarisim Mamash Mishdai Karbi Gnuta did Sadike. So it seems, seems like it's talking about their Gnut, not their Shevach, not their praise. So no, it's talking about both. Uh, they were, they, they were, these people were eunuchs and then they, they had positive things. They were they're guarding the Shabbat. So you can com- it doesn't mean that the Pasuk has to be completely positive in order to praise them. So it works out for both again. Here's I think this is a strong one that we're going to see right here though. Some of the Manda Marsarisim Mamash. So this works out. I bring you a good source of somebody who says sorry, Simam. I think this is like the, be- the best one. Sorry, Simamash. So I'll give you a, a, a memorial and a name for God says to the eunuchs. You're gonna have a memorial and a name forever. It'll be even better than children. Uh, I, 
you're going to be part of my breed. God's kind of consoling the eunuchs. So how do you? How's that? That works out for the the eunuch approach. But oh, this is where the this the pasuk yeah, exactly. Um, but the person who says the Abu Dazar was uprooted, these people, uh, these people had kids. So what are you like? What are you giving them a memorial and a and a, and a remembrance of their name? Amar of Nachman Bar Yitzhak. No, it's talking about those ones, those those children of theirs that died. Uh, that they'll they'll have remembrance for those their children. Those they'll have remembrance for their children that died. That's it's a little difficult though. I think uh, what you give a whole memorial. I think it's uh, I think it works better for. The, the approach to eunuchs. Um, so let's just finish this and we'll be done. Shem olam eten lo asher lo yikaret amar b'nechem darash barakabar b'tzipuri zesefer Daniel sheni krasmo. So what is this Shem olam that I'm going to give them, these individuals? I'm going to give Daniel at least, I'm going to give him a book on his name. And from there we're going to go into a book on, on Ezra's name, which should really be on Nehemiah's name. So we're going to ask why is it on Ezra's and not Nehemiah's. So that's, that's the next piece. Shkoch. Uh, Shkoch. Oh, it's always like you think you're...